Hello and welcome to the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. My name is Rim. I'm an artist, a certified life coach and an NLP practitioner and the creator of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Retreats. Passionate about celebrating joy and beauty in the everyday, especially when things are falling apart, I'm insatiably curious about human nature into the world with reverence, awe and a sense of wonder. Tune in for stories exploring healing through creativity, art, embracing sensitivity and navigating the subconscious mind. I'll talk about the struggles that highly sensitive and creative people face and share my experiences, insights and favorite tools along the way. I'm here to empower you to turn what we often deem to be a curse into your biggest gift. I believe that the more we create together, the more we heal the world. So let's dive in! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful for you tuning in. Imagine talking about a project dear to your heart. Something you've been pondering on for years. And you're now talking about it in a dark room in front of an audience. You can't see who's there. You can't hear anything. But you can't help but feeling that what you're saying is making a big flop. You can just sense it. And the more you think about it, the more you feel uncomfortable. At this point, you're kind of hoping the ground would open right beneath your feet and that you could disappear in the hall, away from that dark, dark room filled with reproachful whispers. If only someone could rescue me by shouting at me to stop. If only someone would have the guts to tell me to my face that what I say stinks and that it's over, you find yourself thinking. Because in that case, you'd have an excuse to actually fight back. And then you could tell yourself that it's not you, it's just people. Some people are so mean. But these whispers, these glaring look, these heads turning away, it feels worse than anything. And this, my friends, used to be one of my worst nightmares. And... So many of us, actually, sensitive, creative souls dread so much. And yet we experience some sort of similar scenario at some point. And more often than not, that audience in the dark, it's actually your mind playing tricks with you. These are voices in our head. And that makes it so hard at times to give real voice to our ideas, to our creations, to our art because of what's going on up there in our head. I call this having a vulnerability hangover. And that goes with self-expression. It's really hard to share our art, our creativity, our ideas, our opinions, our thoughts without If we want to do it with authenticity, that is, it's hard to do it without vulnerability. Actually, it's impossible. It does require vulnerability. 
but that can be a big challenge for many of us sensitive and creative souls. There is a lot of anxiety around self-expression because, as I've just said, it, feels, it can feel very vulnerable to share our truth. It seems so private, so personal, so intimate. And, you know, like usually sensitive people tend to do things with heart and with some level of intensity and depth. It's difficult for us to show up superficially, to have superficial conversation. Like when we in something, we usually, <laughs> we're really in. It's like we do things with our heart, with our guts. Um, and that's beautiful. But of course, that also this, the act of sharing or the act of doing can feel heavier or like there's um as if there's a big hurdle to overcome in order to do it and often we're used to showing only a facade to the world we had to learn to wear masks and to protect ourselves from judgment criticism and lack of understanding from others and it's it's a habit that actually we don't really we're not really aware of it anymore something we develop as children as a as a, a mean of protection and this gives rise to a number of thoughts physical sensations and emotions okay so first let's talk about thoughts that's usually what most of us are aware in the first place we tend to live in our minds at least that's what comes <laughs> That's what shouts louder to us. So, okay, uh, there will be thoughts of self-doubt and perfectionism. Like, is it true? Like what I'm saying, what I'm sharing, is it actually true? Is it interesting? Did I express it well? Is it good enough? Oh, I should have said it this way or that way. And that's like saying I'm not enough and at the same time I'm too much. So this is a big hurdle. Then the fear of being judged. What if they hate it? What if no one cares? A sense of absurd. What's the point anyway? It's not important. Who cares? Who cares what do I have to say or not? Thought, thoughts of comparison. I could never express it as well as her, him, them. They said it way better. And that's a very dangerous route to take, especially now nowadays with social media. Everybody's expressed, not everybody, but you know what I mean. Everybody's saying, is sharing their opinion about everything. And we are bombarded with information and of course some people have been practicing and practicing or some people are just louder than others and and it's it feels like or it seems that it's easy for them and that they are saying they found the right way because maybe they said it in a way that resonates with us or they seem very confident 
they appear very confident so we believe that they know better or they're doing it better than us but is it really true they also go through those same thoughts physical sensations and emotions because this is part of human experience anyway i will talk more about this later okay let's go back to thoughts to distracting thoughts okay then we have the inner critic that's <laughs> the big favorite so this one the inner critic would say things like how can i be so stupid i'm always screwing up i never get it right what a mess why did i have to talk why can't i just shut up why can't i just do it better then there is the inner victim why are things never flowing for me everything's so hard i'm so pathetic i'm such a loser some thoughts are voices coming from others and we may we mis we mistake them for our own thoughts Maybe it's something you've heard as a child, something you heard from your parents or at school, or maybe in your first jobs when you were young and still trying to prove yourself. You'll never do anything good. You haven't, like, I don't trust what you have to say. That's who do you think you are? You're really not talented. And then the, the last one, the inflexible sensor. I should not say that. This is bad. Remove that. Scrap this. No, not this. Nope, nope, nope. Not this, not that. You'd better hide that. You're not allowed to say that or to, to show that. Okay, so once we are aware of our thoughts, we can get to the next step. The next step is to get aware of our physical sensations. Heart sinking, heart skipping fast, palpitations, cold sweat, Nausea, feeling like on a roller coaster, feeling sick, tight throat, slight dizziness, hot at the temples and flustered, head feeling compressed. So that next step is to be aware, to listen to our body, to pay attention, to notice. Not judging, not trying to fix things, not trying to suppress this bodily sensation, but just to be present in your body and feel and and be with this the sensation yeah the next stage would be to pay attention to your emotions what comes up when you feel very 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 vulnerable fear shame anxiety stress feeling exposed feeling unsafe feeling naked in a way yes feeling unloved loneliness not now where do we go from here okay Come with me along for a ride. I'm taking you. <laughs> I'm taking you with me <laughs> into this uh, huge vulner vulnerability hangover I experienced last week. Okay, but first, let me set the scene. It took me a while to start my podcast because of this precise fear of vulnerability. I really wanted to do it, but I dreaded it. It's a bit like really wanting to try scuba diving, like thinking about all of the beauty that you will see and experiencing something special. But then, so you go and you sign up and then when it's time to jump, to dive from the boat, you kind of feel a bit resistant because it's a little bit scary. Like you want it, you want to do it, <laughs> but you're kind of sitting on the fence for a while. So for me, it was like that with the podcast. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about it. I want to have a podcast. I think it would be interesting. I like the idea of it, but it seems so scary. Anyway, until finally I jumped in. <laughs> 
and you know at the like maybe the first two few episodes i was still in my high of of jump of the jump and then i sobered up and i realized oh, okay it was fun but now i have to keep going right <laughs> and then it became an ordeal to record my episodes it's not that i didn't love it i loved it but I knew that I would have to overcome <laughs> all this emotional roller coaster. You know, like the one part was, wow, I feel good about expressing myself. It's liberating. But then after recording, I would dread to edit it. And that dread led me to procrastination. And, and once I would actually edit it, I would self-censor and self-critic so much until the, that the editing sessions would turn into torture. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but kind of torture. Like big, big, big cringe. I felt so inadequate and so vulnerable and so ugh, <laughs> not comfortable. And But then I kept going because, you know, I had made the commitment to myself to publish the podcast. And I thought, okay, let's see, let's see. <laughs> But then as I was editing, I found that what I said to be valuable, I was like, okay, oh, my voice is not that bad. What I have to say is not that bad. It's actually quite interesting. And then the cringe and the pain gave way to a sense of pride and compassion for my inner critic. And also the part of me who's doing her best my authentic self, also compassion for my inner child who really want to be appreciated and who needs to be encouraged. And, you know, like a, a child, when a child tries something, you encourage them. You don't say, Poof, you can't do it. No, you say, yes, I trust you. I believe in you. You can do it. It's like if you, same way as when you, you, you finally jump from the boat and you sink into water and you go deep. Maybe the few, the first few minutes are uncomfortable with the, the difference of pressure. And then, but then you, as you, you get deeper and deeper into the sea, then you start to see light and you start to see all these beautiful fish and submarine species. And it's so beautiful and you feel so good. And then you feel, and then once it's done and you and you go back up on the boat, you feel so proud like yes i did it i did it and it feels and then, then you find you kind of find yourself floating and you know you're like oh you feel much lighter but then the day after you have to you know you have to start again like, let's say you're on vacation and you booked uh, three days or five five days <laughs> um scuba diving i think i kept saying skydiving for some reason but i made scuba diving but maybe scuba diving is easy for you or doesn't do that but in that case i would say think about another sport maybe bungee jumping <laughs> anything that kind of that you like but gives you a lot of that gives you um some adrenaline or initial fear that you have to overcome so yeah i was saying so then you have to do it again so maybe in the evening you start to feel a bit uneasy because you know, oh shit, I have to do it again tomorrow. So you know, you have to go through all of that roller coaster again. And yeah, but then you reason yourself and you say, okay, I can do it. And then the day after, mm, <laughs> you do it again and it's scary and da da da. But then every day, day by day, it gets easier. It's the same with sharing and expressing yourself, sharing your art. So for me, it became the same with the podcast every day, every week. I was doing it, it gets, it got easier and easier. But initially it was really difficult, like emotionally difficult. <laughs> 
So how did I overcome this, uh, <laughs> this difficulty, this challenge? So yeah, for me, it was um, showing a lot of compassion. Like, oh, okay, first being aware of all of those thoughts and emotion, physical sensations and emotions rising, rising up in me. And then showing compassion for myself and accepting that's where I am right now. And with practice, things will get easier, at least trusting that things will get easier and really giving myself more love. It was all about nurturing the inner child in me who was so scared of being abandoned again, of being hurt, of being unloved. When I shared things that I deemed more personal, I felt this vulnerable hangover for a few days. On the days I was sharing less personal stuff, it was much easier. I, I have to be honest here. But after a while, you know, these sensations, they dissipate. It goes away. It doesn't last forever. And then I feel better. I feel stronger, closer to myself, as if my relationship with myself, you know, it got strengthened through this ordeal. Just the same way as I was describing the scuba diving example. Once you've done something that was scary, but you did it anyway, you feel so proud, so strong. Like, like, you're like oh, wow, I didn't know I could do it. But yeah, I did it. But then I would feel the dread again when the time came to share my podcast on social media and on my newsletter. I went through the whole <laughs> emotional cycle again. Oh, how I wanted to hide. I told myself it was too hard, that I could not do it, that I had done my best by trying. I did it a few times, but I don't really need to do it again. I don't need to keep going. I need to protect myself. And, but that meant really I wanted to release myself from this torture. <laughs> when I say torture, obviously, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. But that's to say, that's to show the intensity of our emotions. We lose, we lose sense of scale sometimes, and that's okay. <laughs> but I kept going. Sometimes I gave myself a break, time off. Okay, you know, let's be gentle with pace. And then I thought, why not recording an hypnosis about self-expression, about, like, about ex this precise challenge as a supportive tool? Because I wholeheartedly believe in the power of subconscious work and reinforcing our neural pathways in parallel to taking actions. I was taking the action, but my nervous system <laughs> was uh, struggling a lot. So I thought, well, I'm going to help my nervous system with, my, with, with this hypnosis that's going to impact directly to my subconscious and what I love about this is we can remain passive, you know, we don't have to feel those emotions. It doesn't have to be that hard. The action, taking action is challenging, but the subconscious work is easy, which is nice. We need a bit of ease in this world. Reinforcing our neural pathways in parallel to taking actions really helped to create more impact, more healing impact. It's softer on our nervous system and it also like it speeds, it speeds up the result. And as time moved on and the cycles of my emotions passed, I noticed it was getting easier and easier. Less dread, less self-censoring. My inner critic became much milder in her judgment. Editing time got shorter. I felt like generally I felt better about sharing my podcast to my newsletter and social media and recording more and more podcasts. So I had reached a point where I thought I was done with the fear of expressing myself out loud. 
I'm done. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but no, last week's episode was something else. I didn't expect it because I talked about self-love before. I did several Instagram live on this topic. So I thought I'm fine. I talk about this with my clients. I coach on that. So I was like, okay, that's I'm confident about this topic. <laughs> But initially, after recording, I felt relieved. I was okay, it's done. Like I've done my podcast of the week. (laughs) Good girl. (laughs) But by the evening, I felt cold sweat invading me. I felt the symptoms of vulnerability hangover stronger than ever. Initially, I felt guilty to feel like that again. As in, you should know better by now. What? You're still having issues with vulnerability? (laughs) When are you going to learn to be stronger? Soon followed by, it's too hard. It's way too hard. (laughs) I want to give up. I'll only, from now on, I'll only be talking about surface level stuff. And then, luckily, I didn't stop. Not luckily, thankfully, (laughs) I didn't stop there. I gave myself more self-love and really had tender conversation with the part of myself who was so scared. I got curious, like, why? What, what, What is it? But before getting curious to the why, I was like, okay, let's nurture your physical sensation. Let's go through them. Let's feel them. I doubled down on self-care, gave myself some space, took all the weekend to rest, sleep, do activities that deeply nourish me without any expectations, treated myself. Also, (laughs) as it happened, it was really windy these days and I had to sweep the floor. several times and it was so cathartic the movement the action of removing all the dust all the sand that has gathered with time it feels so satisfying it's like you know removing the dust in our mind so i really let myself have a slow several days and remind and remind myself of my intentions my why like why is it worth it for me to go through all that Why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this in the first place? When we lose sight of our North Star, of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing, it can become so easy to just give up because what's the point of going through those emotions, these difficulties? It's hard. It's not easy. But when we know why, when we know the bigger reason, it helps to center again and to dig, like to dig in our inner strength. And then one morning I woke up and I felt good, energized, serene. The emotional hangover had dissipated. I was feeling stronger, more confident, even more resolute in my intentions, more determined. I had more clarity. I felt like I'm overflowing again. (laughs) I want to keep sharing. I have more things to say, more things to explore more things to share more things to receive at the same time it feels good to be here again it feels good to be alive (laughs) once again and the reasons the reason why i'm sharing this is because this all goes to show that healing is an ongoing journey it's not about being obsessed about healing but it's you know, remembering, reminding ourselves that we learn and unlearn constantly. We remember and forget and all over again. We make progress and we reach a plateau. Our comfort zone expands until we move to the next phase and then poof, poof, 
we lose that confidence. But it's just a moment. At the time, it may feel like forever, but it's just a few a moment in our lives. Maybe one day, two days, three days, maybe one week, even if it's three months or three years. At the end of the day, it's not that much. It's just momentary. Things can move on. Things will change. We will learn. We learn from what we are doing. <laughs> Our capacity for more expands. These uncomfortable sensations, they are in fact a sign of growth pain. I think this is an expression coined by Jeffrey Allen. I remember taking a class with him and he was talking about uh, growth pain and it's, he said it's actually a sign that we're making progress. So it's actually something to welcome into our life. And then the beauty of that pain is that afterwards we feel lighter, amused and full of gratitude. Then it's, it becomes easier to own to our imperfections and that's gold. That's the big beauty of the thing. When we own to our imperfections, they don't hold power over us anymore. For example, in my example that I shared, when last week I thought I was going to die of shame over my screwed podcast episode, today I'm able to smile about it. And I'm like, oh, oh well, it's probably not the best episode I recorded. Yes, I was a bit confused when I talked, when I recorded, because it's a topic that feels vulnerable to me. Because I'm talking about, you know, childhood stuff, family stuff and, and so on. But I learned from it. I feel clearer about that now. And next time, I trust it will be easier to talk about that topic. Like from a personal point of view. I no longer cringe at the idea of someone coming to me and telling me, oh, <laughs> you suck, your work sucks, your podcast sucks. And it's, it's really shit. You know, it might sting a little, of course, but it won't dig a hole into my heart. I'll be like, oh, thanks for sharing. It might not have been the best I've ever done, but I still like it and it still has room in my creations. Not everything I do has to be perfect. Even if it was wobbly, it was my truth. I stand by it. It may or may not be relevant to someone else, but it was for me anyway. And I hope and I trust that those who need to hear my message will take what resonates in what I like. They will take what resonates for them in what I said and they will just, <laughs> they will let the rest rest. And I also trust my fellow HSPs to have compassion and kindness just the same I do have compassion and kindness for others when like if a child like if your child like it's in a way it's like taking all of your creations <laughs> for your little children in a way you know the act to give birth to an idea to a project to a creative project is like giving birth so let's say you have hundreds of children <laughs> if you're creating several things but you still love them even if they are not so they are not all so good at school for example it's a silly example but I think it would give you the idea of what I mean or if, if if they go to a birthday party and some kids are mean to them or they are they are doing a presentation and it's it's flopping they don't do it well you're not gonna reject them and say oh you're so stupid no you would be kind to them you would say it's okay everybody can make mistakes everybody can fail at times <laughs> next time you'll do better or maybe you would say well done like I really maybe you like what they did anyway and you say well done it was great so why we don't do the same to ourselves 
or rather, I know why, but why not applying the same kindness to ourselves? And by the way, personally, I hate it when I'm listening to a podcast episode or attempting to work with a coach and the person appears perfect, no vulnerabilities and everything seems so easy for them. I don't like it. I mean, good for them, but I don't relate to them. It makes me feel so small and unseen and suddenly my flaws seem to be so much bigger because they don't, it doesn't look like they have some, you know, as if I'm wrong with feeling vulnerable and finding some things to be difficult. So I much prefer, personally, I much, much prefer to <laughs> hear from people who do admit to their challenges and, and who are real with their emotions. Perhaps you feel the same way and you get what I mean. And if you're listening and you're telling yourself <laughs> that's bullshit I never feel that then that's okay too there's room for different experiences in the world we can't resonate with everyone and that also show us to be kinder and more compassionate to those who we think suck and really screw up I know I have been judgmental at times but at the end of the day they're doing their best more often than not we are doing our best people are doing their best and really when we think about it it's not a matter of life or death really releasing the pressure being kind and kinder to oneself also taking oneself less seriously while at the same time holding out truth with some level of seriousness <laughs> it's, an, it's a paradox to hold at the same time i think it will allow us to keep creating more and more and showing up for ourselves and showing up for others the only way is through that's why i wholeheartedly advise you to try something that scares you every week with time the scary thing is less and less scary and meanwhile you get more and more powerful how cool is that it's okay to be afraid it's okay to feel bad it doesn't define you you can be scared and courageous at the same time you can be scared and worthy of love and belonging at the same time and you never know whom your art your ideas your gifts can help courage requires vulnerability and vulnerability means being okay with feeling uncomfortable a willingness to let go of what other people think being willing to put what your inner critic said put it aside being okay with being less than perfect letting go of control being willing to cringe and do it anyway being willing to be present with uncomfortable physical sensations your thoughts don't define you your emotions don't define you as Brené Brown wrote when we spend our lives waiting until we're perfect or bulletproof before we walk into the arena we ultimately sacrifice relationships and opportunities that may not be recoverable we squander our precious times and we turn our backs on our gifts those unique contributions that we can make rather than sitting on the sidelines and hurling judgment and advice we must dare to show up and let ourselves be seen this is vulnerability this is daring greatly creating expressing sharing and showing up not out of obligation because you think you should but out of love out of this overflow of inspiration overflow of who you are of your brilliance and this overflow will get stronger than the fear 
And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It can be too much for your nervous system. So it's it can be step by step, little by little. Slow but steady wins the race. Yes, we don't need to wait forever because one day you'll wake up and <laughs> I'm sorry, but that will be the end of your life. So not waiting forever, but step by step, like start now. And day by day, week by week, month by month, <laughs> it, it things get easier. We don't build a house with one brick, nor do we have a garden with one seed, right? So, but if we add a brick to a brick to a brick, then with time you get a house. And you add a seed and then another seed, plant more, water them, let the sun do its job, and let time do its job. Soon you have a beautiful garden. So if you're struggling with showing up, expressing yourself, and yet you have this deep urge within to create, and you're longing for sharing your art, your truth with the world, please know you're not alone. Perhaps you need support. This is why I decided to share this hypnosis audio I had initially made for myself. I recommend self-love and your voice matters. You can find them on my on my website. They're very simple. You just need to to download the audio, put some earpods. You can do it by taking a walk or lying down. The only thing is like don't listen to them when you're driving. And um, and have a rest and listen to the audio and that's it. And day by day it will strengthen you. And if you need further support, customized support and a compassionate ear to hold space for you and cheer for you, you can book a one-on-one -on -one session on my site. I'm here for you. And join us for the retreat this June in the south of France. It's the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Retreat. It will provide you with a safe space to be vulnerable while exploring yourself getting back to yourself along with a small group of like-minded people who are going through the same experience. This feeling of connection and being understood and seen is so very healing. It's truly a life-changing experience. And you'll, you'll get memories that you'll treasure that will keep you strong in the future when you're going, in, when you're going through the next growth stage and the next growth pain. And the tools... You will learn and at the retreat and the experience for the retreat will stay with you and will keep you strong in the future. You'll find all the info, all the links on the show notes. That's it for today, my friend. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it has inspired you, please share it around you. Also, if you feel called to it, Please subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. It really helps to spread the word out. All your questions are welcome. You can send them to me on Instagram at rim.creativenergy.com or email me via my website rim.creativenergy.com and don't worry, I'll share in the show notes exactly where to find me. Until next time, sending you loving creative energy.